So how soon before we say Arrivederci Marco? He's in big trouble. Public Safety Minister Mendicino on the bubble. I've said this in the past. I believe he will be served up like a Thanksgiving turkey in order to deflect the blame and heat, the political heat over the Emergencies Act, off of Justin Trudeau himself, who obviously deserves all of it, because we certainly don't think that uh, the Emergencies Act was Marco Mendicino's idea. No, no, no. (laughs) No, that was Junior trying to be more like his stepdad who did it uh, 50 years earlier. But it's looking more like he's going to be thrown overboard, relegated to the political scrap heap over the Emergencies Act debacle. Even though we all know it was Trudeau's doing, right? You knew that Marco was in trouble when the cops wouldn't lie for him about asking the government to impose martial law to deal with the truckers. You knew right then and there that his days were numbered when the cops would not lie to protect Mendicino. It was a sign that Marco would have to go. Yeah. Oh, the cops and the media will certainly lie to protect Trudeau. (laughs) They'll lie to protect Trudeau all day long. Yeah, but uh, not Marco. No, the media will start beating the drums for Marco's head to take the fall, knowing full well that he's... He's been relegated to take the fall anyway, right? This is the game that they play, pretending that this is an independent media, demanding action, demanding that Marco take the fall, demanding that Marco pay the price. No, they're doing what the regime wants them to do, which is to take the blame off of Trudeau and place it on the new fall guy, Marco Mendicino. Somebody has to take a bullet to protect King Blackface from any more political heat. Mind you, Marco's uh, not exactly doing himself a whole lot of favors. I Listen, he may have a, an Italian name, but he's just basically a, hetero, a heterosexual, middle-aged Catholic white guy. So there's no real protection there. Yeah, I mean, Marco, I, how badly do you want to keep this job? How badly do you want to hold on to this cabinet post, to this plum post. I figure if he starts to transition to Maria Mendicino, maybe Marissa, I like Marissa, that may save him. I personally think he would make a fine-looking woman, right, with the uh, added bonus of being able to keep his penis, and it would also immediately catapult him to the upper echelon of professional women's weightlifting in Canada. I'm saying tra- I'm saying transitioning might save his job. I'm just saying, right? Because you can be the biggest scumbag on the planet. The mere act of transitioning into something you are not will immediately inoculate you against criticism. Much better than the COVID shots will. So uh, does he want to do that? This is the problem. I, I mean, yeah, there will be some explaining to do with Mrs. Mendicino. Hormone blockers and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying he's looking dumber and more dishonest by the day. So he's kind of making it easier for Trudeau to punt him. Marco now saying he didn't really ask the police to impose martial law. (laughs) That was just a big misunderstanding. Right? 
Okay, so if you admit now that police did not ask the federal government to impose the War Measures Act, a.k.a. the Emergencies Act, a.k.a. martial law, in order to deal with the truckers and their peaceful protest, in order to seize all that cash they raised, what did you base the decision on exactly? At first it was, yeah, we, we took advice. We got advice from the police. But now it's like, no, they didn't tell us. The police didn't ask us to declare the Emergencies Act. You're just misunderstanding me. Look, I, I think Trudeau and his little merry band of fascists have decided that Marco will have to be the fall guy. And if the Tories are smart, and that is a big if, mind you, but they'll understand that it was Trudeau all along and stop trying to bring down Mendicino and go after Trudeau himself. And yeah, they are trying to do that. Trudeau trying to be like a stepdad who declared the War Measures Act 50 years earlier, and now somebody's got to pay the price because it was completely and utterly unnecessary. So the problem also with Mendicino is he's not one of the real insiders, not like, you know, Stephen Dildo or the anointed one, Christia Freeland, fresh from getting her marching orders from the Bilderberg Group. Marco is expendable, and getting rid of him does a few things. It'll be a way for Trudeau to throw the media a bone since they've been such good shills for so long. You know, it'll make the media feel like they held the government to account, but yet still be doing it with Junior's blessing. You know what I'm saying? This is the kind of game gamesmanship that's going on. They want to appear to be legitimate media, even though they're nothing but an extension of the blackface regime. And so if you throw them ahead every blue moon, then it makes them better able to pretend that they're going after the liberals. Look at us. Look at us holding the liberals to account. When in fact, they're just protecting Trudeau, which is what they do anyway. Uh, the other thing it would do, of course, is uh, allow Trudeau and the media to signal an end to all this talk about dictatorship and Trudeau imposing martial law. It'll be a way for them to put this to bed. It'll be a way for them to say, all right, fine. Mendicino's gone. Hope you're all happy. We served you up ahead. Now it's time to move on. I, I think Mendicino's either going to have to resign or be shuffled out of cabinet. I mean, that's kind of the easiest way to move him to whatever. You know, have a cabinet shuffle and basically move him to minister of, uh, I don't know, bottle washing at the... House of Commons par, uh, cafeteria. All the pundits then will be able to say that he was punished. Yes, Trudeau took tough action. You know, he can. they can say that Trudeau accepted accountability without actually accepting any of the blame. So this way, the pundits at the Globe and Mail, including Andy, the chief apologist over there, can pin the whole thing on Mendicino, who is pretty useless anyway. Just blame the whole debacle on Marco. It's all him. And they can say, look how deftly Trudeau handled it. Accepting responsibility. Yes, dishing out discipline where required. Isn't he doing a fantastic job? And that would allow media to sweep it away and say, okay, it's over. Somebody paid the price. Let's, let's all move on. Yep, and Trudeau can say he dealt with it. Look at me. Look how strong I am. 
I'm not putting up with this crap from Mendocino. Anyway, that's the way I kind of see this playing out. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, got faxed by watching TV. This is another part of this whole debacle. Deputy Justice Minister Francois Daigle, this is a story in Black Locks Reporter, said that he supported the use of emergency powers against the Freedom Convoy after watching TV news coverage of the truckers' blockade. Yeah, the convoy. He saw it on TV. Members of the Special Joint Committee on the Declaration of Emergency expressed unease with Daigle's <laughs> testimony. Really, Daigle? So he gets his information watching TV. He must have been watching Global News. The people who brought you the convoy arsonist story. Here's the, cl here's the quote in the story. What I saw by watching TV is that police in Ottawa, for example, because I live in that area and I followed that closely, had trouble enforcing even municipal bylaws, although honking, oh my gosh, or provincial bylaws, or provincial laws rather, said Deputy Daigle, said, uh, all right, so, okay, so he said, like, which ones, asked Senator Claude uh, Carignan from Quebec. For example, the Highway Traffic Act. Is that the, is that the law, the bylaw that, that uh, they were having all sorts of trouble enforcing? And he says, and you know that because you saw it on TV, said the senator, quote, we received information every day from colleagues, from the RCMP commissioner. <laughs> oh yeah, you can trust Brenda. Although Brenda, I mean, to give her credit, she was one of those who threw Marco under the bus. At two, Brenda. Yes, uh, so the government could assess whether the the uh, police work was effective or not. And he got it all from watching TV. Wow. Ottawa and Washington have struck a, a deal now to stop the export of technology that could help Moscow's war in Ukraine. This is a story in the Globe and Mail with the collaboration paying special attention to goods flowing to third party, third countries, or what uh, Canada's border agency calls known Russian supporters. Yeah, you got to watch those known Russian supporters. Like who? India? China? Canada Border Services Agency in the U.S. Commerce Department's Bureau of Industry and Security announced the deal this week. And yes, there he is again, Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino says all part of redoubling efforts uh, to stop critical goods and technologies from falling into Russian hands. Listen, nobody has done more to help Putin's war effort, to help fund Putin's war effort, than King Blackface. Vlad, Vladimir Putin should be thanking Trudeau every day. He should be sending him flowers or pot or whatever Trudeau wants. He should be thanking Junior every day his war machine keeps going because it was Canada who said no to building critical pipelines that would have provided a viable supply of oil and gas to hungry Asia. We're talking India, we're talking China, the two most populous nations on the planet, not to mention all those other Asian countries. We could be supplanting, we could be replacing Russian oil, not only to Asia, but to Europe. But King Blackface kneecapped our oil and gas sector. 
pipelines, critical infrastructure that could have transported Alberta crude to the Pacific and elsewhere. And those pipelines do not exist because, as we all know, it's, it's much better for the planet if the Chinese and the Indians burn Russian oil than Canadian oil. It's, it's certainly a lot better for, for Putin's war effort if he can get those countries to buy his oil than buy anybody else's oil. But rather than being Johnny on the spot and selling our crude to those countries, Justin Trudeau uh, kneecapped our resource sector. Not to mention, I mean, costing thousands of jobs, billions of dollars in investment. I told you the guy is taking a wrecking ball to the country. And if you are stupid enough to believe that burning Russian oil is better for the planet than burning Canadian oil, then you really should be listening to some brain-dead programming on some other station, uh, whatever is out there. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, you're almost beyond hope. There's only so much I can do. We got uh, George Ann Burke on the show today. She's going to be coming up next to talk about this uh, uh, this terrible uh, move by the by the Trudeau government to ban this conservative MP because she's not going to be disclosing her vaccine status. You know, issuing pictures. Watch out for this woman. She's dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it just shows how vile and hateful these people are. Absolutely horrible. But I think people are waking up. I, I think so. I hope so. 